Hello and welcome to your Everyday Mindfulness, brought to you by me, Christine Charles, radio presenter for the Health and Wellbeing Show, which airs on Radio Plus Coventry every Saturday at 10am till 12 midday. Now, aside from being a radio presenter, I've spent the past 10 years helping to develop leaders and individuals within corporate and non-incorporate environments as a coach, trainer and facilitator in the areas of leadership, personal and professional development. If you want to find out more about me, then simply go to Next Step Coaching Christine Charles or Facebook, The Health and Wellbeing Show, or last but not least, you can try LinkedIn. Now, my why for doing this is to contribute towards reducing the risk of mental health, something which I'm very passionate about, having had mental health issues myself and currently having to watch my dad suffer with dementia, which leads me on to the very heart of everyday mindfulness and the principles which this is founded on. From the following verse in the Bible, you reap what you sow designed to bring you words of encouragement and to evoke positive change in your life as well as the life that surrounds you. First up, let's explore what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is observing what is going on within you and around you, really paying attention to how you're feeling, then stepping outside yourself to describe what you're feeling without judgment and to make better decisions. Decisions without emotions. Current research states that mindfulness dates back to Buddhism, but actually let me tell you, when you dig deeper into research, you find that mindfulness and meditation has actually been around before the time of Buddhism. And we find that in Genesis chapter 24, when Isaac, the son of Abraham, was meditating to be with God in the fields by himself. Again, in the story of Moses, Moses wasn't thinking about the past or the future with the big mission that he had been assigned, but was actually present every time he spoke with God. Whilst the Bible does not use the word mindfulness, it does describe it and reference it several times, especially what happens in regards to living in the past or the future and how important it is for us to stay focused in the present. And to be clear, this is not mindfulness meditation. Both are very different things. What I will be doing is sharing everyday challenges that we face and sharing tips and tools and techniques to overcome and in some cases face those challenges head on. Today we are focusing on the cost of impatience. So what do you do when you get impatient about traffic, your child refusing to go to bed, your boss telling you they need a piece of work like now? Um, What are your triggers? People, society or lack of control? Impatience can make you feel frustrated and that's putting it mildly. But acting on that impatience, well, there's a much bigger cost to that, whether that's emotional, financial or spiritual or it could be all. Acting on impatience will always cost you something. And we see that when we look at King Saul, for example. In Saul, One, we find out just how King Saul, the anointed one, lost his anointing. You see, the people of Israel had been asking for a king back then. They didn't have a king, but judges from chosen tribes who brought order, or that was the idea. Um, But even the people of Israel grew impatient and asked for a king. This made God very upset 
But nevertheless, because he loved his people, he anointed a man called Saul, the king of Israel. And for a while, everything was going great for King Saul. He was defeating his enemies, gaining a feared reputation amongst his enemies and succeeding in his wealth. And then one day, King Saul acted. He didn't wait upon the Lord, but acted of his own will. After beating the Amalekites in war, he and his army took to their flock. Not only that, but they took the best flock. When Samuel, the prophet, told God what King Saul had done, God became angry and King Saul's anointing left him. From that moment on, King Saul was tormented by an evil spirit, which resulted in years of paranoia right up until his death. Now, there's many nuggets to take away from this story. I'm going to share a few with you. Firstly, allowing ourselves to linger in the emotion, feeling of impatience can lead to acting in malice, unkindness, and in King Saul's case, greed. Secondly, in those moments, you lose your sense of peace, you're not grounded, adding to that feeling or emotion, or both. Now, sometimes we get caught up in feelings which result in situations that aren't really good or bad. You only need to look at a road rage or one person gets impatience and a load more pay for it. Some reacting to that impatience by becoming impatient themselves when they weren't in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you can take your impatience out on others, whether it be loved ones, colleagues or strangers. Impatience is a dangerous game. So how do you overcome it? Literally by stopping, closing your eyes and handing it over, surrendering it to God. It can be a difficult thing to do, especially when you're new to this. But what I will say is when we store up feelings, one of the best ways to release it is to do something physical whilst repeating it in your mind or out loud. For example, writing, saying it out loud, going for a walk or running or even shouting it out loud in a space where it won't cause anyone um, disturbance or alarm um, really helps. So writing out what is bothering you, handing it to the Lord, you can either rip that piece of paper up or keep it or you can just walk around your living room or your bedroom when no one's around or if people are around and they don't mind you doing that, walk and talk walk and talk with God. God, this is frustrating me. You release this right now. Physically, and your physiology changes and it releases um, chemicals in your body that release anxiety and stress. So simple techniques like that really, really work. Try it and let me know how you get on. So how are you going to deal with impatience? I wish you all the best with this journey. I'm on it too. Goodbye and God bless. Have a great day.